Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking and re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions, and challenging your beliefs from American pop culture and your Christian denominational circles. How? By the renewing of your mind through God's Word and open radio conversation. Have you ever had the privilege of seeing one of your friends or family members come to Christ? I mean, to actually be there to see and to hear them ask Jesus into their lives, to, to, to listen to their prayer. Well, one of the greatest moments in my life was actually praying with uh, one of my college roommates and my, my baseball buddy. And in fact, I uh, just saw him a, 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 about a week ago and just kind of reunited. I haven't seen him in a few years and just can't think of anything better. Just nothing better in this world than seeing somebody that you know and love genuinely, you know, accept the Lord and to to have it take hold uh, forever and ever. Well, he had grown up, uh, you know, in the church and was raised in a a Christian home and was attending a, a Christian college, but his faith wasn't quite his yet. And, uh, you know, at, at the Master's College, which is where I attended and uh, have my girls here with me today, and they're uh, back uh, for the summer after attending their first year of the Master's College. But there's always a healthy culture of of accountability and, and a willingness to, to challenge each other's genuine commitment uh, in following Christ. Now, now, our love for each other demanded that you know, that, that we ask serious questions, especially when we don't quite see a, a life or, you know, a habits or actions that line up with genuine Christian beliefs. And I'm so thankful for my brothers and sisters at, at the Masters who truly uh, pushed and, and dragged me at times towards Christ. They had an impact on my soul and my faith, my new faith that, that, that had not yet taken a, a firm hold in, a, in its root system. And, and, and it was cultivated by them. They. They were Danny Bevins and Darren Beck and Jeff Preston and Jeff Cole and Craig Johnson. These were intimate college uh, Roommates and, and baseball teammates, and and there were a couple of girls that had a, a great impact. Jill Shackelford and, and and Cassie Keller, who who were great friends and part of the they. They were a powerful force in my life. From morning till night, I I lived with those people at the Masters, and when people ask me to share my testimony, I can I can point to the day that I prayed and asked Jesus to forgive me of my sins in my bedroom at 13, I can remember realizing that I, I didn't really obey and or follow Christ as, as King and Lord of my life when I attended Basic Youth con, uh, Conference uh, at the age of 18. But my junior year at the Master's College, everything changed because they were in my life. 
Well, two years ago, I was reading Mark chapter two, and 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 I was just blown away by the story of the paralytic man who was carried away by they, and, and they brought their friend to Jesus, and when they arrived, the house was was full. It was a, it was a packed house, and there was no room for them, so they created a different way to get to Jesus. They removed the roof. They, they, they lowered their friend down so that they, so that he could be healed by Jesus himself. But the story gets even better. See, in verse five is a, is a very subtle and, and I missed it for years. Just, you know, being excited about the miracle, being excited about the transformation, but more than a physical healing, this man needed spiritual healing and Here's the kicker. Their faith was the key. Their faith, not his faith. Uh, Jesus, the verse says, Jesus seeing their faith, not his. Now, now, time out. Wait a second. Um, Are you trying to tell me that they were the reason for his salvation? I mean, just think about that for a second. If Jesus is in the room and, and, and a man's lowered down to him and, and is placed right in front of him and, and seeing that he's a paralytic and seeing that he needs physical healing, yes. But, but Jesus, like Jesus does, oh, turns it around to, to a spiritual healing and a spiritual rebirth. And, and, and he looks at the, these men and he says, because of their faith, this man's sins are forgiven? Well, I just had to stop and think about that and think about the, the ramifications of that. Can it be that, that we have, don't get me wrong, but that we have the power um, through Christ, obviously through Christ, but, but somehow because of the power of they, we have an impact on salvation? It's incredible. And so after reading Mark 2, I was just, I was memorized by verse 5. Jesus, seeing their face, seeing the paralytic, said, My son, your sins are forgiven. What's even more perplexing is what is not said. Who is this man? Did, did he even want to go see Jesus? We, we don't know. Was he kicking and screaming? Did they have to strap him down on, on, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever, been injured or if you've ever had a, a a physical ailment that was you know quote unquote beyond cure and and you've prayed and you've gone to doctors and you've kind of done everything you possibly can you know something happens to your belief and that okay this next one it's going to be the day and so we, we don't know this is pure conjecture did did he did he even have any kind of faith in Jesus? It, nothing said. He could have been fighting against the idea. And, and who were these amazing friends? Four friends. Four buddies. Who were they? Were they devout you know, followers of Jesus Christ already? Or was he just a miracle man? And, and they had a faith. And they had conviction that Jesus could help their buddy. But salvation really wasn't. On the table. Again, the scriptures don't reveal the, the complete story, 
But it does tell us Jesus seeing their faith. That we can be sure of. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just fascinated by, by this process. And, you know, I, I'm a preacher. I'm a, an evangelist at heart. And I do radio and I serve at a, a Christian school. Why? So, so that I can proclaim the gospel. Uh, to those who don't know or, or haven't yielded to the throne yet. I read and I study how to share my faith. I, I, I want to be able to answer objections and, and find ways to explain Christianity. And, and here are these, these four guys, and, and we don't even have a, a, a word recorded for them. There's no pattern. There's no magic bean, right? Okay, here are the four steps to saving your, your paralytic friends. Uh, we, we, we don't know anything but that they, they were men of action. They were doers. They weren't going to sit by and, and, and watch Jesus come through town and them not do everything that they could to bring their buddy before him. Uh, they, they brought their friend. Was it one mile, five miles, ten miles? I, I don't know. Have you have you carried a man? Have you carried a man, you know, down the hall? It's not that easy, even with four people. Even with four people carrying somebody would, would you know, would be a task. I mean, imagine carrying your friend, you know, two blocks, just two blocks. Um, travel back then was traditionally more than two blocks. But but they had that 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 desire, that, that zeal to get it done. And so they brought their friend. They carried him. They, they got there, and it's a packed house. Sorry, no vacancy. Sorry, tickets sold out. You don't get to see Jesus today. <laughs> That's not going to work with them. These guys are tenacious. These, these, these guys look around and look at the door and look at the windows and, nope, Nope, can't get in that way. Back door closed, windows, bars on them. You know what? Let's go up top. We'll go up top. You know, I don't know. Maybe they think they're Santa Claus. They're going to, you know, jump down the chimney. They get up top. And you know what? There's, there's no place. To, there's no hole. There's no hatch. There's no chimney. There's nothing there. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to remove the roof. They're going to remove the roof. Piece by piece. They removed it. They created a new opening, a new door. Again, one of those, you know, maybe one of those hidden typologies of, you know, there's only one way to the Father through the Son. There's only one way, one door, one path. And they created it. It wasn't there, so they made it. I love that. I love that about them. They created that opening that wasn't there. And then what did they do? They lowered their friend down. They They delivered him. They put their friend, and again, I I love to try to picture these scenes. You know, they're they're lowering their buddy, and it's like you know, I just I I I picture that it's it's not you know that they lowered him in the back, and the you know it's like just a couple people. Hey, where did this guy come from? No, it's you know here's Jesus. He's center stage. He's you know everybody's looking at Jesus. He's he's preaching. He's talking, and and you know they lower him. It's got to be perfectly right in front of Jesus, right? You know, just everything stops. They're all eyes on him, all eyes on Jesus. What's going to happen now? 
we can we can guess Jesus definitely going to heal this guy because that's what he does. But then again, the shock of all shocks that Jesus takes this opportunity to not just heal him physically, but then to heal his soul, to forgive him of his sins. Why? Because of their faith. And so when we come back, we'll take a closer look at the power of they. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. If, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't pour through the scriptures, you're missing out. You are missing out. I, I've been so blessed. I was talking with my daughters this morning to, to go to a school that really made the, the focal point the scriptures. And that we, we need to study the scriptures. We need to read the scriptures. We need to, to day and night meditate on them. And I've been very, very blessed to have had the opportunity to not only read the Bible, to study the Bible, to go to seminary. And, and the greatest gift that, that I have as a, as a pastor, as a preacher, is I get to study way more than, than, than my congregation does. I have to do all the study to, to present the sermon. And I'm the one that's blessed by that. And, and I've read the Bible, and I've read it several times, and, it, and it's still fresh. It, it's still exciting. It's still dynamic. It's still teaching me. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And Mark chapter 2 is, is, is a great example of, of, a, of a passage that you're probably familiar with. Jesus you know, heals a paralytic, you know, four men, lower him down from his pallet through the roof to be healed by Jesus. But in this story, we see something about what the Bible says about the power of they. The Almighty has always used people to minister to people. Isaiah 52, 7 says, you know, which is... Which, which is also a very familiar song to us, and it states, How lovely are the feet of those who bring good news. God, God uses people to bring the good news, the gospel, the, his message. Isn't, isn't that an amazing thing with all the professional pastors or authors or scribes or, that, that God still would use just his messengers who, who are lovely, who, who bring the good news of, of the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Well, the disciples were called upon to be, to be fishers of men. And the Great Commission exhorted them in, 
and us too to teach and to make disciples. We, we as, as people, we have a significant role in the process of redemption. And, and yes, we're, we're saved by grace through faith, which, which is a gift from God. But he uses people to accomplish his good works. Yes, God is sovereign. Yes, there's, there's election. But there's also this, this wonderful use of, of mankind who are teachers, who are, who are preachers, who, who are ambassadors, who are friends, neighbors. And it, and it all starts with your family. It all starts with the family. We see Deuteronomy 6 again commanding us in our family to teach and to train our children all day, all the time, which again is why it's so vital to be equally yoked in your marriage, to have husband and wife who, who both love the Lord, who, who are both redeemed, who are both saved, so that in tandem you're raising your children in God's word raising them to worship the one true and only God, and beside him there is no other. Both parents, they teach God's statutes to their children. The Bible is very clear that that community is always part of God's plan. As a nation, Israel was was to live together, to to join in their 12 tribes, to be a, a collective in one nation. And, and to separate themselves from the other pagan nations. Uh, the country, the leaders, they are supposed to follow and obey. I, I love in the Old Testament how the, the men of God would, would pray for the nation, the entire nation. It wasn't just a symbolic gesture. It, it was heartfelt when, when Nehemiah is weeping and fasting and mourning and praying for his people. Why? Because they had turned from the Lord. We're also called to, to not forsake assembling with, with each other. This is going to be a, a problem that's going to be bigger and bigger and bigger. Why? Well, because we, we have a lot of quote-unquote Christian fellowship access. A sermon you can get a sermon on, on your phone, right? You can be driving down the radio, and we've got awesome radio stations that, that are, are playing some of the best preachers we've, we've ever known, and, and you can listen to their sermons every day, four sermons a day. You could do podcasts. We, we, we're, we're not at a loss for, for getting more sermons. We, we've got a lot of different ways we can meet with other Christians. We, we can work at a Christian organization. We can go to a Christian school. We can have Bible studies. There's a lot of parachurch types of organizations. So, so we can be around Christians, but yet the scriptures tell us don't forsake the assembly. It's important for us to worship corporately. The Old Testament, the temple, the festivals. Then we saw the synagogues and, and now the church. Why? Because we're there. They, the power of they. We serve each other by getting together. We do the one another's. I'm always sad when I hear Christians who feel all alone. They, they feel isolated because they 
They don't have community. They don't have the power of they. Well, one of the best reasons for attending and serving and supporting private Christian schools like, like Rainier Christian Schools is the power of they. Even though we, we provide a, an excellent college preparatory education, we're still primarily in the people business, and we are the they, and our goal is to to be a place of ministry spiritually. And so caring, digging, and lowering and presenting children before the throne of Christ is what we do every day. The power of they is alive and well in the halls of, in the classrooms, and in the ball fields of Rainier Christian schools. There are, there are many, many ambassadors who labor for Christ so, so that children may see, know, and understand the gospel of grace. And it's hard work. Uh, they say the, the key to learning is repetition, and repetition is the key to learning. And we do a lot of repeating because there's a lot of learning that needs to be done. And we can teach and teach and teach, and yet we still need to teach some more. They literally carry students through our school, lifting them up when, when they can't do it themselves or don't want the help. So many students are, are fighting against you know, the, the parents who are sending them to the Christian school, the, the teachers that are teaching at a Christian school, the, the staff that are there at the Christian school. And it's not that it's so much a, a willful defiance against God or Christianity. It's just that age. And so, especially, you know, once they become teammate, teenagers, they just want to be independent. They want to be on their own. And, and it is that form of making themselves God, and it's very dangerous. And so we're there to try to help them. And, and many students feel immobilized. They, they don't know what to do. But we relentlessly work so that we can bring them, again, uh, the Word of God and bring them before the throne of Christ. And, and like digging through a roof, we, we, we just keep going. We just keep finding those, those new doorways. And it's never easy. Re- read the Scriptures. The, the path of Christianity is not an easy path. Not at all. But it's a great path. It's an awesome path. And so if there's an opportunity where you might have to carry somebody to Christ, you do it. If you have to lift them up, you do it. If you have to dig a hole, you do it. If you lower them, if, if you literally have to put Jesus right in front of their face, you do whatever it is you have to do to get it done. Why? I, 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 it's one of the things I love about our staff. And like the four friends, they're, they're relentless and, and innovative and creative when it comes to ways to, to minister to kids and, and families. But, you know, unfortunately, there's, there's always going to be skeptics or, 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 or people who, you know, would, would rather kind of debate the issue. And so I, I know that right now there's probably some out there because, you know, we, we, we always have the tension. We have our theological, you know, beliefs, you know, between, well, did, does, does God sovereignly already pick everybody to be in heaven or is there the free will? And, and I want you again to, to think again, to step away from, from, from that and just understand and realize when we read the story, what do we see? We, we see that, that Christ saves. 
that he forgives for sin. Remember, he sovereignly forgives him of his sin without even talking to him. He knows he's a sinner. And, and, and yet, because of their faith. And so we need to be more concerned about people being saved rather than the theological explanation behind it. Salvation is a miracle and a gift from God, and he always allows us the task, the joy, and the privilege to be part of the process. This means there isn't any pressure or responsibility to save souls, only the great opportunity to be ambassadors for Christ. We are the power of they, and our faith can turn the tide with individuals and with nations. So keep preaching, keep preaching to your family and friends. Keep directing them to the cross. And if you need to carry them, remember, before you give up, your efforts do matter. There is the power of they. Think again, Christian. You've been listening to Think Again, Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273.